0: This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go. Brad, the big noise, Evans here, joined by Senior Fun Fun's Brandon Funston. This is a Fantasy Fast Track presented by Monkey Knife Fight. Thursday night football, Brandon. It's going to be a ritual here on this podcast uh, every midweek. Uh, We've got Jaguars, we've got the Miami Dolphins, and the facial hair fracas in Florida. A lot of Fs there, Uh, not the four-letter variety, but this game should be exciting. Uh, I'm enthused, I'm energized by it, so let's get a pick against the spread and a pick on the total. Give me an actual score prediction uh, this is what Vegas has it right now or the various sports books here in my lovely state of Denver, Colorado. Uh, it is a total of 48 and the Jags are laying three. What say you? Mm, okay. Well, I'm
1: going to go with the Jags to cover. I'm going to go Jags 28 Miami 24 that gets us to what,
0: 52? 52, so you're taking the over there. Now, here's what's interesting. I, I think that's a great call. I think the Jags are going to cover as well. I think it's going to be even more high scoring than that. I'm going to say 31 to 24, Jacksonville. I think they do get the cover in the second half, and I think it also surges past the over. My only reservation is this. You and I comprise the public. Because everybody and their great grandmother is on Jacksonville. Sixty-eight percent of the public spread tickets right now hammering the Jags, laying the three, and seventy-six percent of the public spread tickets on the over. So yeah, yeah. Well, you look at these the four games that these two
1: teams have combined to play. Uh, it's been three games of 47-plus, and two of them have went into the 50s. There was one game that was in the 30s. That was the New England-Miami game, but that was a really good New England defense. I don't care what you say, even with what happened with them to, at Seattle. Uh, that is a good defense, and there's not really good defense on either side of the ball here, <laughs> so I'm expecting the over in this one.
0: Yeah, no Byron Jones out with a groin injury for the Miami Dolphins, or top cover corner, even when he's been on the field. They've been overly generous to the opposition, and, and, you know, the Jags, to their credit, uh, the secondaries perform better than advertised. But still, uh, there is some serious flaws across the board defensively for the Jaguars. Really, both of these clubs, as you just mentioned. Of course, we are presented by MonkeyNightFight.com. If you have no idea what MKF is, go to MonkeyNightFight.com right now. Log on and use that promo code F-T-N. Again, promo code F-T-N. And and if you use it, sign up as a new user, you get a free five dollar game on the house. It's simple. There's no sharks in the waters. There's no stacked or accumulated lineups. This is you against the house picking more or less on their vast array of player props that are out there. you got to parlay them together. Uh, but they have fantastic payouts on whether it's fantasy points, passing yards, passing touchdowns, uh, receiving yards, rushing yards, everything under the sun at monkeynightfight.com Again, use that promo code FTN to get that free $5 game on the house. Let's get to Thursday night's Fantasy 5. Number 5. All right, starting things off. Off, uh, it's magic. Uh, the Dumbledore, the Lorax of quarterbacks. Here is a line at monkeyknifefight.com, fun buns. 268.5 pass yards. And I am going to take the over here. Uh, again, you look at this Jacksonville secondary. Not all that intimidating, though. Henderson has played very well so far here in the early going. A sub 80 passer rating allowed so far to his assignments. But. Uh, you look at Devontae Parker; uh, he is healthy. He's going to be ready to go for this Miami Dolphins team. And if they're going to be scoreboard chasing, knowing that Gardner Minshew, Gardner Menchu has been so electric, so accurate, and so consistent delivering strikes in the end zone, I think if it's magic. This could be another 300 game. Uh, just like he had against the Buffalo Bills, he went over 300 yards. And I think there will be multiple touchdowns as well. A sneaky good stream option out there for fantasy players. And somebody obviously worth entertaining here on the over as well. Again, I am taking the over 268.5 pass yards for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Are you going to fade or follow me on that one?
1: I'm absolutely following you. You went over 300 last week. You look at the Jaguars. They give up 294 passing yards per game and a 114 quarterback rating. And Miami is incapable, really, of the the way they're constructed with that offensive line of really just kind of leaning on that backfield. This is not a team that can just churn clock and and, and, and rely on a heavy dose of backfield. They got to chuck it most weeks. And this is going to be one of those weeks in my mind. I think he goes over.
0: Oh, yeah, he's going to wave that magic wand for sure. If you're a little bit concerned, maybe a Drew Brees backer, and you're like, ah, oh, God, do I plug him back in going against Green Bay? Ryan Fitzpatrick could be that magic elixir here in week number three. Number four. All right, next up, Devontae Parker. Again, he's been battling a hamstring strain, Funston, but it uh, looks like he's going to be good to go in this matchup. Uh, He is the primary weapon of choice for one Fitzpatrick. Here is the line. Four and a half receptions. And uh, I'm actually going to take the over here. Now, he's only comprised of 20.6% of the total air yards for this Miami team. But he's clearly the number one guy there. Preston Williams was swallowed whole last week as he was shadowed by Tredavious White. But with Parker, you know, close to full strength, knowing the shootout appeal in this game and hopefully gets a whole lot of Trey Herndon in coverage, who's given a 104.7 passer rating, I think Parker could catch five balls. I think he's going to exceed 70 yards. I think he's got a really good shot at a touchdown. By the way, I might have wagered on him doing that (laughs) plus 190. What do you say about Devontae? Yeah,
1: well, he's averaging right at this number, and it's been against two really good secondaries, and the first one in New England, and he wasn't didn't even play a full game in that one. He was on his way to topping the four-and-a-half number before uh, he had to exit stage left, uh, but he had five last week against Buffalo. Both of those secondaries are for more formidable than Jacksonville, and again, if, if we feel that Ryan Fitzpatrick is going 270-plus He's going to have to carry Devontae Parker with him. So I'll take the over on this one as well.
0: Uh, Wide receiver three, wide receiver two, and a 12-team half-point PPR this week. What do you think?
1: Uh, I actually have him ranked
0: as a very back-end wide receiver dose. Ah, nice. I've actually got him uh, as a primo wide receiver three. So we're very close. I got him at wide receiver 25 this week.
1: I am on the 24, so we are one one
0: spot apart, amigo. Oh man, it's really scary when you and I think alike. <laughs> Number three. Oh. All right, move it <laughs> okay. on, move it on to DJ. Oh, stupid songs in my head, and uh, I am hammerhead sharking the over at 55 and a half yards. Again, that is a line proposed at monkeynightfight.com. And here's the reason why. Look, I know Chark has been limited in practice this week, Brandon, but he is expected to play in this contest. I said at the top of the broadcast, no Byron Jones, and that's a bit of a game-changer for Miami. And because Xavier Howard, according to Jeff Rackless, wide receiver cornerback, research tool at FTN Fantasy, this is the 12th best possible matchup for any wide receiver in week number three. And if you look at the numbers, uh, it certainly supports that as Howard's given up a 120-plus passer rating over the first couple of weeks to his assignments. Now, Chark, target only seven times so far this season. He's caught all seven balls for 109 yards and a touchdown, an attractive 13.1 average depth of target. It just seems like his workload needs to increase, and this is a wonderful opportunity to take advantage of the meek. Or you got to fade, or you got to follow me again on the over fifty-five point five receiving yards for Chark.
1: Yeah, I think the the point we want to make here is that you're going to want to start Chark if he's playing, and it, I believe he will. And he was eighty-four yards last week, and in week one he only had three targets, just to twenty-five yards, but he scored a touchdown. Like you just love this matchup. We like the over on the score. And if that's if that's the case. All the main principles uh, in this passing game, we're going to like the over on as well. So I'm with you. I hate to keep following you. It makes me always feel a little bit leery, but I just can't talk myself into going under on any of these guys so far.
0: I think it makes you feel nauseous. Let's be honest here. (laughs) Uh, Let's do an impromptu game ahead to to get people some context on exactly how much we adore DJ Chark this week. Uh, Full disclosure, I'm at wide receiver 17. Who would you rather have this week, Chark or Odell Beckham Jr.?
1: Oh, absolutely, Chark.
0: Yeah, got him 100%. 100% ahead. Yep. for me as well. What about DJ Chark or Juju Smith-Schuster?
1: I actually, this is close, but I am ranking Deontay Johnson as the number one Pittsburgh Steelers oh. wide receiver this week. He's the guy getting the volume, and uh, I will take, I will take uh, Chark over Juju.
0: I have Chark one spot ahead of Juju. I do have Juju slightly ahead of Deontay Johnson. Last one. What about DJ Chark or the white, hot Stephon Diggs? I can't believe I'm using that description, but it applies because Josh Allen's been unstoppable. But Diggs going up against the L.A. Rams. What do you say there? Jalen Ramsey and Co?
1: I actually have Chark one spot ahead of Stephon Diggs. So there you go.
0: I have Chark, let's see, six spots ahead of Stephon Diggs. I think a big old slice of humble pie is in order because uh, the L.A. Rams, uh, they ain't the Miami Dolphins. And they are certainly not the New York puddle jumping jets. So there you go on that one. Number two. All right, moving on. Numero dos here in our fantasy five. God, God, dementia. God, dementia. It's like Butler ring the bell. (laughs) God, no. Here's a line. It is 263.5 passers. I tell you what, I'm going to give you the honors on this one. Over or under.
1: Ah, man, you know what? This is the one I'm going to go under on. I don't think it's going to be by much. And, I, you know, he's coming off a 300-yard passing game. But I actually think, you know, they might be able to have some balance in this game and not have to lean, especially if they get ahead, playing at home here, and get ahead of this Miami team. Minshew may not have to chuck it a ton. So I will say he comes into the 250-260 range
0: slightly under on the passing yard total here. No! Absolutely not. I disagree. I'm taking the over on the, I'm taking the over on everybody. A foreshadow of our number one pick here. Again, I think points are going to be a plenty in this game. I cannot resist the lady tickler, uh, the upper lip hair of one Gardner Minshew, and the long flowing locks. Uh, I think uh, that are you know, so finely conditioned by a giant bottle of Per Plus. I don't think they even make that anymore. Uh, but it certainly applies to Minshew, the headband, the whole act. God, he's been just dynamite so far this season. And you look at Miami, dude. They have given up a 10.6 YPA this season with Byron Jones on the field. 286 yards per game, four passing touchdowns, 566 total air yards. Minshew with an 81 flat adjusted completion percentage and six passing TDs. Uh, I think he'll go over this number. I think he's got to toe the line, probably like 275. It's close. I will mind you. Well, let's, let's, you, let's uh, just close. remember,
1: week one is so efficient nineteen of twenty, but it was one hundred and seventy three yards. It was still the three touchdowns. I think he's going to be a great fantasy play. I just think that we don't we don't need him to have that three hundred and thirty nine yards that he had last week. The difference between week one and week two, they were competitive with Indy and they were chasing against Tennessee.
0: Is he a top ten play this week? Yes or no.
1: He's a QB one. I'll leave it at that.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Splinter, That's fair, right? That's fair. And Splinter's up the keyster. I got him a QB eight. <laughs> That's how uh, impressed I am with Gardner Minshew and how excited I am for this match. The men's show in full effect. Number one. All right. Last and certainly not least, let's talk about the undrafted prodigy out of Illinois State. That is James Robinson and the line at monkey knife fight again, they use PPR scoring. So keep that in mind 13 and a half fantasy points. And I'm crushing the over on this one, Brandon. I love the volume that he is getting. Uh, a player that is 3.88 yak per attempt attached to his name. That is top 10 at the position, according to PFF. 36 total touches in two games. RB, eight in total yards created. He's got a legitimate three-down skill set. Jay Gruden said we're going to continue to ride him. He is our workhorse running back. And he looked at this Miami front, Brandon. Giving a 4.81 yards per carry. 133 total yards per game. Only one touchdown, though, so far. Surrendered to RBs. If Jacksonville gets a sizable lead in the second half, which I think is entirely on the table, I think Robinson on 20 touches or so is going to surge close to 100 combined yards, and I think he finds the end zone as well. 13 and a half fantasy points. Let I me mean, ch- chip in a couple of receptions. I and mean, this is easy over. Uh, are you with me on this?
1: My favorite over under that we've discussed in this game is this one. He's averaging 15.5 PPR points per game. So basically, the over-under line is saying he's going to have a below-average game against the Miami Dolphins, a team that, as you mentioned, 4.8 yards per carry where you can see it and easily envision a narrative where they are holding a lead and, and where I just talked about I'm taking the under on gardner Minshew passing yards. For that very reason, there's no way I'm taking the under on this. I'm absolutely hammering the over.
0: Rapid fire, head-to-head, James Robinson among Week 3 running backs. Would you take Robinson? Or Mandatory Montgomery? I have James Robinson. Shockingly, I have James Robinson as well. Uh, And I can't believe I'm saying that. It hurts my parts just (laughs) to even mention it. James Robinson or Leonard Fournette?
1: Oh, I have James Robinson Robinson 15. Leonard Fournette 16. Give me Robinson.
0: Oh, it's Robinson for me. I have Robinson at 12. And Fournette at 15. Last one. This might be overly Wavo C. admittedly. Uh, James Robinson or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire against the Baltimore Ravens?
1: I have Edwards-Hilaire at 13. As I mentioned, Robinson at 15. So very, very much in play as a consideration, but I'd still go Clyde Edwards-Hilaire.
0: I am taking James Robinson. It is on record. It is scrawled in blood. It has been etched in concrete. So I've got Robinson at 12. I got CEH at 16 this week. Too bold? I guess we're going to find out here in short order. Get the job done for Illinois State, Mr. Robinson. And that is a wrap! On today's edition of the Fantasy Fast Track, Uh, please follow us on Twitter, me at NoisyWavos. Follow Funson at Brandon Funson. Drop us a rating and or review. Would you kindly hey, smash that five-star rating? It helps out our program immensely. Also, check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com. For all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs, use that promo code EVANS, E-B-A-N-S. to get 10% off your subscription today. And check out Funson and his colleagues' fantastic work at The Athletic. Until next time, adios amigos!